Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Good morning, Good everyone. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing Journeys Today with Herman and Raquel. Not that you didn't know, because it's there on the screen. But in case you didn't, didn't know, exactly. I'm Herman. For the record. For the record. And I'm Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good Raquel. So, we'll keep, you know, it, we'll yeah, keep it that way. Right. <laughs> anyway, good morning. I know you guys have had a blessed week um, because we are of the household of faith. Yes, we so are. We can't, we can't have nothing but blessed. So yes, we good are. Morning. Look, this has been a super exciting topic for us yeah. these past few weeks. Um, some of you are with us uh, on our daily broadcast, Rain Life, right. um, on YouTube or uh, Hudson Ministries International on Facebook. And so you've gotten like three, three weeks of just <laughs> yeah. having faith in God. Um, but we wanted to, uh, bring this to a conclusion for now, <laughs> not that it'll ever end, right. but we're just going to move on. To Cause some we live things. here. Remember, that's right. So since we live here, you know, we may finish talking about it, but this should propel you this whole, all of this discussion should propel you for it to have a consciousness. Yeah. This whole thing should, everything that we're going over should should propel you to to should be a catalyst to launch you into living this way. Oh, man. You know, this is a lifestyle. This isn't something we visit. This isn't something that we, you know, just Hang resort or while. that we we come to a last resort when we use our faith. Yeah. You know, it's come down to us using our faith. Yeah. No, That's the, it's never come what, down no, to faith. But the, isn't that the way? We've if thought we about it. No, listen, we don't. We won't say it if we're asked about it. Right. But we we reveal what's in our heart about it. It's like, oh uh, man, like I guess we're gonna have to pray about this. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're right. gonna have to use it. It's like you know they say when when you know in the world they say when you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot on it. You know, and just kind of hang on that knot. Yeah. Right. And, and that knot sometimes is for us faith. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's at the bottom right. of the rope. The last it's the last resort. Yeah. When it should be your go to. Absolutely. You know, oh my gosh. Um, what's it called when when your computer, you go to your default default. Faith should just be the default. Yeah. Boom. As soon as something comes up, yeah. bam, have faith in God. And you know what? When we understand that God never made faith complicated, we've complicated faith. Yeah. Herman and I were just speaking last night at a wonderful church um, here in Freedom Church, Freedom Church here in um, Woodland Park, Park, Colorado. And um, I was telling them about how when I would think of faith, it was exhausting to me to think of faith. It was a disappointment. Yeah. When when my parents would say, you know, we're going to we're going to use our faith. It was like, do we have really? to? <laughs> There's like, no natural I know, remedy. I know. Care. Do we? Is it come down to faith? Yeah. I mean, do we have? Do we have to? You know, it it's, it sounded so. It sounded like a process. 
Yeah. It sounded like it was going to take a long time. And it sounded unsure. It sounded unsure. I don't know if this is going to work or not. Yeah. It sounded exhausting. It sounded long. I mean, it sounded all of the things that God never said faith was. Right. But we've made it because we were never having faith in God. Yeah. We were having faith in our faith. And I, in myself, knew that I didn't understand it all, that I couldn't do it all perfectly. So it was like, it was unsure. It, right. it wasn't something that I was excited about. But God, when we understand why God said the just shall live by faith, he wasn't dooming us to like a, he wasn't yeah. dooming us to some kind of like, like miserable life. Like, like, like slaves in the field. Yeah, you know, he wasn't, faith. it wasn't a doom. It was, he, he <laughs> it made was. Me, wait a minute, it made me think about like a chain gang, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> We're like the chain right. gang of faith, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it sounded <laughs> grueling, you know? He wasn't dooming us. He was basically saying, you guys, you're my children and you get to have faith in me. Yeah. You get to live by faith. You know what? I want to say this to, to Michelle. It says Michelle's faith down here. I want to say this to you. If you're a born again believer, you have the faith of Jesus right. Christ and you're pleasing to God. Right. Yes. God is pleased when we're operating out of faith, right? But he's pleased with us, right? Because we have faith, right? In us, because right. of Jesus Christ. Because he deposited. It's not. Yes. It's not. If we're not walking in faith in this thing, then God is not pleased with right. us. I know that's what it we've been kind taught. Of been yeah. said, but nope, nope. But nope. I'm telling you, God is pleased with yes, you. Or guess is. what? He never would have put His Son in you. Absolutely. He is pleased. You being are His one righteousness. With his son. Yes. You are His righteousness in Christ Jesus, and He's pleased with you. But he is pleased yes. when 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 the the gift that yes, he's given amen. us, we access that gift amen. and we explore that gift and we enjoy that gift. He's like, yeah, he's like that parent at Christmas time right. when you, you bought your kid all these gifts and you know you see them enjoy it, it just brings him pleasure. And let me just provide a little bit of scriptural reference on that. Romans chapter eight, um, verse Romans 8, 8 is talking about, you know, transforming of our mind. Not We're not condemned. Um, there's, um, excuse me, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And it talks about that in the very beginning, but it comes all the way down. But in Romans 8, 8, it says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So you may think, oh my gosh, let me not be in the flesh. Right. But then it turns around and clarifies what it means by that mm -hmm. in verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwells right. in you. That's right. So you can please God. Mm -hmm. So so they, those that are in the flesh cannot please God. But just to clarify what I mean by not in the flesh, it doesn't mean that you've done something that is of the flesh. That That's not your state of being. Your state of being is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's your right. state of being. It doesn't mean that you don't do things every now and then that are in the flesh, but it's not talking about your, it's talking about your state of being. So if you, if you do not have a state of being that is in the flesh, if you had a state of being in the flesh, you would not be pleasing to God. Right. But if the spirit of God lives in you, that is the qualifier for pleasing God. That, but you know, that's let, the let me, qualifier. Let me, just pause. let me pause. No, let me pause you though. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just setting it up. This is really important mm -hmm. because this has a lot of people hung up. Yeah. What you're what you're about to read, a lot of people have been hung up 
for what they have received at church. Right. Go ahead. Right. So the thing is, is if the spirit of God dwells in you and then it turns around and says, so verse nine altogether, it says, but you're not in the flesh. But in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwells in you now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So you are his and you are not in the flesh state of being again, not that you don't do things in the flesh. Right. But your state of being is no longer in the flesh. That means that you are pleasing to God. Right. So if those that are in the flesh can't please God, then those that are in the spirit do please God. Right. And if the spirit of God dwells in you, you are pleasing to God. Like Herman said, That's God true. would not have put his faith on the inside of you if you were not pleasing him. He had to bring you up to his level of righteousness. He, he gave you his yeah, righteousness he and pleased. made you pleasing. Yeah, that pleased. was what made you pleasing. He made you pleasing by putting yes. his faith in you. Amen. That made you pleasing to him. Amen. Not what you do. Now, there are things just that think of a regular, you know, parent child relationship. You can love your child. And just because your child is your child, they bring, bring you pleasure. Yeah. But you know what? They can do things that bring you even more pleasure. They can bring you, they can do things that bring you displeasure. They can, but they are still pleasing as your children. Right. Maybe you don't like that they are acting up in school. Right. Maybe you don't like some of the choices that they have made. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there are things that they can do that. Yeah. It doesn't go along with who they are. That's not who you raised them to be. Right. You didn't raise them to be a thief. Right. And now they're in jail because they, you know, selling drugs and whatever. But they, as your child, you still love them. You still desire the best for them. They are still pleasing unto you. But yes, they made a decision that wasn't that did not fit with the character of who you know that who they are. Right. And or maybe they made a decision that blessed you and that is more pleasing to you, that bling, brings you pleasure. But they aren't unpleasing to you or it's not like. You know, they lost their sonship or their daughtership in you because they made a wrong move. Yeah. Okay. God doesn't just throw us away, Again, you guys. The prodigal son. Yeah. You know, he came back Absolutely. home after just being a screw up. Absolutely. Yes. And, and being wasteful. And here his father is running oh my gosh. after him. But yet, did it please the father when he said, Give me my inheritance? I'm out of here. No. That didn't please the father. Yeah. That, but the father's love and the father's heart for his son was always there, ready to receive his son back. But that didn't necessarily bring, bring him pleasure. But what I'm saying is, is that the fact that we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, we are the father's good pleasure. We are everything that is pleasing in Jesus. That is who we are. He made us his pleasure. He made us the object of his affection. So you are pleasing. Yes, walking in faith is, is, going to, is going to put a smile on God's face because you are now walking according to who he made you to be. And you are living according to the standard that he elevated you up to. So you're, you're reaping all the benefits of what he provided for you. And that brings him pleasure when you choose to walk in that identity, when you choose to walk in everything that he has provided for you. But you in and of yourself, because the spirit of God is on the inside of you, because he has made you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you are pleasing 
just as you are to your father, just as you are, you are pleasing. Yeah. And you I have know, to own that. <laughs> I know in Hebrews 11, where it talks about how all the, the great uh, men and women of the Bible um, operated out yes. of faith and yes. it was pleasing. And, and so we, we thought that, well, if we're not doing right something, faith, then we're not pleasing to God. Right. No, you have to understand something. When you when you have become one with with Jesus, right, you're pleasing to Amen. him. Absolutely. His, his pleasing odometer has like <laughs> broken jumped off the screen. <laughs> yeah. With you. Amen. It's just that it he finds pleasure yeah. when we operate in faith. Yeah. Because that's the that's the lifestyle that he's created for us. Oh, absolutely. You know. When he's put Jesus on the inside of you, he put his faith on the inside of you. And, and he knows that his will can't be done without right. you operating Absolutely. out of that faith. Yeah, you understand? That's good. His kingdom can't get built right. unless you're operating out of the spirit of faith. Absolutely. Because the desires that he has for you are so much bigger than you. Yeah. The plans and the purposes that he has for you are so much bigger than you. And they can't be attained outside of walking in faith. They can't be attained outside of relying on his faithfulness towards you, relying on his faithfulness to his word. He never puts anything in your heart that you're going to be able to accomplish on your own. Yeah. So not walking in faith is not going to allow you to realize everything that he has for you. Choosing not to walk in faith doesn't mean that you're not pleasing him. It yeah. just means or that you don't bring him pleasure. Like he said, the fact that his spirit resides in you is his pleasure. Mm -hmm. You are his delight. You know, what? Because, I, just because of that yeah. right there. But when he puts desires in your heart, if you choose not to walk in faith and if you choose not to trust him, mm -hmm. you won't be able to realize the life that he really had for you from the foundation of the world. You won't be able to real that won't be realized in your life mm -hmm. because without faith, you can't you can't uh, you can't, you know, uh, appropriate those things. You can't walk those things out mm -hmm. without relying on him looking at in the natural. You'll never be <clears throat> able to live a supernatural life. But you and have, he wants you to live a supernatural yeah, life. But I, I'm, I'm emphasizing this because I still hear it. A lot uh, from the pulpit where they say, um, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Well, we have to understand something that prior to Jesus, their confidence in God, their faith in, right. in God, mm -hmm. that that brought pleasure to him for him to see people who had faith in him. They he wasn't one with them. Right. They didn't Absolutely. have the, the seed of his son on the inside of them. So it they were works. not, they, they, it was all based on works. Right. That God, was their this, covenant. I know, right. but we, we have been taught to be all covenant believers yes. who have no identity in Christ Jesus. Right. Therefore, we're always trying to do something to please him yeah. in faith. Right. When he already says, yeah. You're my favorite. Oh my gosh. I, I love you. For real. Man, just just as you are. If you never 
it here's the thing. If you never took a step of faith, you are pleasing to him. Because you took the step in receiving his son. That that is the biggest step of faith yeah. that you could ever take. Yes, there are things for you to accomplish, but don't you ever think that you're not pleasing yeah. to him. Don't let the devil and don't let no preacher right. tell you that you're not pleasing to Absolutely. God because you're not doing thus and so. Absolutely. The only thus and so that makes you pleasurable to him is saying yes to his son. Yes. That makes you pleasurable. Amen. Now, from there on, like Raquel said, there are things that a kid can do that can bring extra pleasure right. to their to their yeah, parents. It blesses you. You know what? But when they mess up, I still love them. Right. They're still my kids. Right. They still bring me pleasure. Right. Just just the just when I look at them. Right. Knowing oh, yeah. that they're from my my right, own loins, right. man, Absolutely. I find pleasure in them. Absolutely. So don't let anybody ever put you under guilt and condemnation. That if that if that if you aren't performing or if you aren't some sort of way knocking down faith mountains, that you don't bring God pleasure. Now, oh I'm my like, gosh, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. I want to say this because James uh, Kretschenjak. Okay, that's, that's that's a good name. Um, he said even to the older brother. Um, the, 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 the prodigal's brother, right. Uh, you know, the father said, all I have is yours. He just didn't tap into it yes. because he was caught up in yes. good works and behavior. Yes. That's just what I said to yeah, Raquel. Yeah. I really didn't talk about the yeah. good works and behavior, yeah. but I said, you know what? I said, the prodigal asked for his inheritance. Right. And the father told the other brother, all, all that, that I, I have. have, not your little piece of the pie. Right. All that I yeah, have is yours. That's so true. You could have enjoyed it anytime you wanted but to. But you're right, James. He was caught up in good works. He was trying to do, 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 do. Yep. And he never tapped in to what, to what was available to him Woo! the whole time. Man. Wow. James, I'm telling you, that got me fired up, man. Yeah. That, that got me fired yep. up, brother. Because that's, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. We are looking to do good works. Yeah. And try to get our little piece of the pie. Yeah. Because of our works, right? It's like, oh, you know what, uh, older son, oh, get the fatted calf, calf out for him because you've been out in the field working hard, right. and, and I'm just gonna bless you, right? He could have had a party anytime right. he wanted to. All he had to do was just receive what was already there. Yeah, he could have said, you know what, Dad, Man. I think I'm gonna kill the fatted calf. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna put on a robe for it. You know, I yeah. think I'm just gonna, you know, I, he could have done that, but he didn't. Because he was good. That, that's such that's a good. good example. That's, that's great, James. So, that is so know, true. I, so we, we've been talking about having faith in God. And I'm telling you, it's got us so jacked up. We're, it's making us think differently. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I have faith in God. Yeah. I know everything in God is yes. Mm -hmm. And in him, amen. Right. And it's that, that yes is in me too. Yes. Amen. Because all the promises, the promises of God in are him. in him. Yes. And amen. But it's in us to the glory of God by us. Right. And through us. But meaning the prom his promises have been put inside of us. Mm -hmm. So all those things in him are in you. Yes. Yes. And amen. amen. So amen. now we were talking about and I had already been thinking about it. But Raquel asked me about it. Like, OK, everything that I could possibly want or desire in faith right. is already in me. And it's already 
finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so so that's the word. That's the word. It's it's, it's a finished product. Yeah, that's on the inside of me. What do I desire now? But let me just let's just talk really quick about that being finished, though, because what I started off saying in the very beginning was when when I heard we're going to use our faith. When I heard, you know, when my I grew up in a Christian home, when my parents would say, "We're gonna, we're gonna just, we're gonna go to God about this in faith," not knowing what faith was, he, when I heard that, I was disappointed. I was disappointed about using my faith because there was a big question mark over what faith was. My association with faith was that it takes long. It's tiring. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's sure or not. I don't know when it's going to come. Um, it's laborious. You know, it, it's it's got all these negative connotations to it. So in my head, I just and my heart sunk when I heard I got to use my faith. Yeah, it was like we don't have a natural solution. We got to use our faith. Let me stop right there. You know, you know, it would have been better had, like I said, we're, we're all growing and learning. So you just said, man, I got to use my faith. Right. Nope. You get to use his faith. Amen. Yeah. That That's a dip. That's a whole. That's a difference. That, that's been changed our lives. That's a difference. Right. That's a difference. But my point, nevertheless, was the idea of faith, period, was was just a negative thing. But what we didn't realize, what the Lord has shown us, even in teaching this, you guys, even in ministering this and in just digging this out, is that faith is not uncertain. Faith is sure. Mm. Faith is the evidence. The Bible says in Romans 4, therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace so that the promise might be sure. Faith is sure. Faith is the victory. I didn't know that. I thought faith was unsure. Right. I didn't look at faith as being the victory. The Bible says that in, in 1 John 5, 4, it says that, you know, that everyone who, that, that um, I, this is the same verse I tripped up on last night when I was ministering. Let me quote it. 1 John 5, 4 says, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. And, and typically in King James, it says this is the victory that overcomes the world. Mm -hmm. But there are many other translations, you guys, that say this is the victory that has overcome the world, right. even our faith. The faith that we get to live by right. is, according to Galatians 2.20, it's the faith of the Son of God. And the faith of the Son of God has already overcome the world. It's already overcome the world when it overcame sin, death, hell, and the grave in raising up Jesus from the dead. Right. That was when faith was on trial. Right. When faith was under, it's going through its, what do they take for the coronavirus, the clinical trials? We had to do all these vaccination clinical trials to see if it would work. The clinical trial of faith. Was when he was when it raised up Jesus mm. from the dead, and it passed yeah. all of its clinical trials. Sure it passed with flying <clears throat> colors. So when it raised up Jesus from the dead, who was physically dead, spiritually dead, mm -hmm. separated from God, who had become a curse, yeah. Jesus was the worst possible dead there was, and faith 
the faith of the son of God raised him up. The power of us that raised him up. Now we get to live by that same force. And if it overcame and it was victorious when it raised up Jesus from the dead, that means that there is nothing in my life that that same faith that I'm now living by can't overcome. So a better translation, according to the NIV, the ESV, the NASB, I mean, a, a ton of other verses, even the New King James says that whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Yeah. Faith isn't overcoming. Faith overcame. Right. Faith has already passed the overcoming test. Yeah. So faith is not in the process of proving itself faithful. Right. Faith. The faith of the son of God that we get to live by has already overcome. Amen. So when I now hear <laughs> about using my faith or using the faith of the son of God, like Herman said, I get excited because it's sure. Because it's not unsure like what I used to think faith was when I heard, oh, we got to use our faith. And I'm thinking, great, long, drawn out, exhausting, tiring, don't know the result. Yeah. That was what I thought about. Now I realize that faith is sure. That's why God wanted us to live by faith, because he never told us because all of his promises are yes and amen. Right. So if he gave me a promise and I say, Lord, I'm going to receive that promise by faith. I am just agreeing to receive with what he already said yes to. Right. So I'm not. I'm not going to God with a question mark wondering, will he say yes? Yeah. Will this come to pass? He already said yes. And now I'm just saying yes Amen. to what he said yes to. Right. So when I say I'm going to attack this thing by faith, I'm picking up the mantle of faith. I am picking up what is already done. What is sure. What is sure. It's sure in faith. It's not <clears throat> unsure in faith. It's certain in right. faith. As long uh, you know, that is Andrew, powerful. Andrew always <laughs> used to give the example like he would stand on one side of the stage and then he would say, like, you know, I'm going to do something on the other side of the stage. Right. And, and we don't know what's going to happen between him walking from one side to the other. He, he might fall, trip and fall yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But but when when you're already at oh, the man. other side, you're there's no question mark. I don't yes. need to wonder if it's going to happen. Is something going to slip and fall? Right. No, it's already done. It's already There's done. There's nothing. You can't unwind that. So all, It's done. So but, all we have to do is just stay let me share this. focused on the fact that it's done. Let me share this oh. because it goes, it, it this goes right into what you were saying. Mm. Hebrews 12, 2. It says, looking unto Jesus. Listen to what it's saying. Looking unto Jesus. Not not yes. unto you, yes. not unto your flesh, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Yes. Who started your faith? Jesus. Yes. Who finished your Amen. faith? Amen. Jesus. Not you. You running around the house quoting scriptures. Quoting scriptures is good for you. It helps your heart. When you're looking unto Jesus. When you're looking unto Jesus, not looking unto the fact that I'm running around my house quoting scripture. scripture. But guess what? <laughs> you ain't finishing your faith oh, by confessing no. those scriptures. No, no, no. Jesus yeah. has already finished your Amen. faith or you never could become born oh. again. But listen, listen to this. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Thing 
and is set down at the right hand of, of the throne of God. That's exactly what you were saying. Faith's exam was when Jesus was on that cross, went to hell and came up out of that grave and sat down at the right hand of the father. That was it. That's when faith was tested. That was it was that was when it was under trial. That was that it. was it. That was the test. It's not it's it, not being faith tested. Is not under trial yes. while while you have a mountain in front of you right. or challenging you. Right. Faith isn't being tried no. at that moment. It's not proving itself. No. It's not in the process. It's not we'll see. We'll 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 approach this thing in faith, but we'll see if it works. Yeah. We're not seeing anything. It is already done. Faith is already proven. That's why it says <clears throat> in 1 John 5, 4, and this is the victory. Yes. This is the victory. Not seeing is the victory. Not the manifestation is the victory. It said that our faith was the victory. Yeah. Think about that, you guys. Faith is the victory. How could faith, and I only need faith when I don't yet see the thing. Right. So how could something that I don't yet see be the victory? Yeah. Think about that. How could something, if, if, if I only need faith when I don't yet see it, how could faith actually be the victory? Why does God tell me to live by this faith? God's telling us to live by victory. Mm. When he told us to live by faith, he was telling us to live by victory. And mm. like Herman said, it wasn't our faith. It is our faith, but it isn't our faith. It didn't originate with us. It's been given to us. But see, but so that, we live by it, but right. it's his faith. But the reason why it's, it's the victory is because it's done. I know. Because it's done, you guys, because it's finished, because there is nothing that we are approaching in faith that God hasn't already said yes and said amen to. Yeah. Everything that we appropriate by faith, God already said yes to. He already he already blessed it. He already he already made the provision for it. So when we get it in our mind to say, I'm going to approach this thing in faith, I'm going to receive that by faith. We can only receive what was given freely mm -hmm. already. What God already freely gave is the only thing we can receive in faith. Yeah. So it's already been done. So I'm not going to God saying, Lord, <clears throat> will you heal me? Will you anything? I'm going to God with a heart of thanksgiving thanking him that he already met my need before I even thought it up that but I had a need. Though, he your, already met it. Your desire to be healed is from God. Amen. And if your desire is from God, then it's already Amen. done. Because, you know, again, we were asking that question like, okay, how do I think now? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. how do I process right. this? Like, okay, <laughs> everything is finished. Like, Okay, what do you want me to do, Lord? Now I got, I got, I have access to everything now. There's nothing that's unattainable for yes. me. What do I do with that? And then He just brought, brought me right back to Psalm 37:4, where it says, "Delight yourself in the Lord." Yes, and He shall put the desire in your heart. He yes. shall give you the desire. But he, here's the thing, because we already we said it's finished, right? Everything that, that even the desires are finished. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so Get good, that. you guys. <laughs> even the desires are finished. Right. God doesn't even have to put the desire in you. The desires are already in you. You just got to stir up the Holy Ghost Amen. for those desires to come out. And guess what? There's nothing that you desire that's of him mm. that's not already finished. Yeah. It's already done. Yeah. He doesn't give you a desire for something that you got to finish, right. that you got to do, or that he has to do. Or everything that you got to figure out. It's right. not even that you got to figure it out. You know what it is? The desire that is fully baked. Yeah inside of your spirit just has to be revealed to your natural mind. That's, That's all it is. all it is. You don't have to figure out and put the pieces together or whatever. It's already completely done in him. When he puts a desire in you, it may seem so big that it's like, how do I go about doing this? I don't even know where to begin. You do know where to begin. Yes. You begin in the spirit realm. Yes. You pull it out of the spirit realm, but it's fully formed in you. Right. God, like you said, did not put a half, you know, some of those recipes that, you know, it's like you got to, you know, it like I used to do this like friendship bread things where you get a starter. You get a starter like a yeast starter thing. And you <laughs> no, you know, those I, things. No, you I pass don't. Them around. They're great. Friendship breads are so great. If anyone has one, send me one. They're great. <laughs> But anyway, you get don't a starter. Send, send her one, please. <laughs> you get a starter, whatever they call that, and you like let it set and you whatever, and you let the yeast do its thing. You mm -hmm. know, I don't know much about baking, but anyway, it's a simple recipe. And then you take a piece of that, a portion of that, and set it aside to pass along to somebody else. But you continue to pass along. But you gotta kind of nurture that yeast and that you, whatever until it's time, until the day you bake it or whatever. Right. You have to kind of nurture that thing. When God puts something in your heart, when he puts a desire in your heart, it may seem so huge. Like, where do I begin? You begin in the spirit. All you do is pull out of the spirit. You pull it according to first yeah. Corinthians chapter two, where it says that the Holy <laughs> Spirit has searched all the deep things of God. So if the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit that resides in us, has searched every single nook and cranny of God, right. of God's will for your life. Mm -hmm. He searched it out. He knows it. I, and I, he, that spirit has been given to us. And we pray. And as we pray in the spirit, you guys, that fully baked vision uh -huh. is revealed to our natural mind. But we is. don't have to do the figuring out. We just like you said, stir up. I know. But I want to correct. You. Oh, man. I, I, this is the first time I'm ever correct correcting me, Raquel live on air because I correct her all the time off air. But that's another story. Anyway. You said something that was incorrect. Okay, go, babe. You said that you don't know how to bake. And I'm telling you that you know everything <laughs> in Christ Jesus. You know everything. There ain't nothing you don't know. Now, if you don't want to know how to bake, if you don't want to tap into what you know, well, then that's fine. And I'm believing that you do tap into okay, your baking okay, okay. knowledge, okay? But no, I'm I'm just saying. We say these little things because we're used to saying, no, I don't know how to do that. No, yeah, I, I know true. how to do everything. That's true. Amen. I know everything. I know how to do everything yes. because God has put every, I know more than anybody else on this planet. Amen. And so do you. If you're one with Christ Jesus, you know all the Amen. secrets yes. of God. Man yes. is running around trying to figure it out. But the spirit of mm, a man mm, mm. searches the deep things yes, of a man. Yes. And the spirit of God has searched yes. the depth. The spirit mm -hmm. of God has gone to the bottom of God 
if there is such a thing. Yeah. And he knows what's at <laughs> yes. the bottom. Yeah. And now that spirit is in you. Yes. And guess what? There is nothing that God has hidden from us. You guys know everything. And you, I smacked the not knowing anything out of your Amen. mouth right now. Amen. Stop saying I don't I'm know a baker. How, yeah, yes, Terry, exactly. I'm a baker. Get in that kitchen, girl. Hey, now look, now look. See, this is where he gets out of control because he starts going on, getting on a roll. Trying I get to be excited. Funny. He starts getting get on excited. a roll, trying to be funny. And he makes it seem like no. I can't cook because I can't cook. Can't. Okay, I know. I'm just getting excited. That's all. That's all. Yeah, bake me a cake and. Make me a cake as fast as you can. I'm but look, you guys. No, but, wait a minute. Okay, okay, because you, and then you Sorry, are, we're hyped up, you guys. Go. No. Go. You go now. I'm listening. I don't even remember what I was <laughs> Yeah, saying. exactly. So look, I'm going to say That's your I'm whole plan, say. though, in <laughs> interrupting. But go ahead. So about the know-it-all thing, you guys. First Corinthians chapter 2. And this is what I was telling Herman, too, that that sometimes we get a lot of people saying that, you know, say it's a diagnosis, say it's a desire in your heart that you've never seen done before. Say it's a situation that you've never heard of a person getting out of before. You maybe, maybe you've never heard of, uh, you know, a, a certain disease that the doctor says we've never heard of before. We've never seen this before. We've never seen anyone healed of this thing. Right. This thing can't, it's incurable. You're the only person out of five on the planet that we've ever seen. We don't have, you know, all these things that the eye has not seen and the ear has is not heard. The thing is, is that there are things that the eye has not seen and that the ear has not heard that the Bible says has not even entered into the heart of man, but God has freely given them to us anyway. Yeah. So just because there is a desire in you, just because there is a diagnosis that the eye has not seen and the ear has not heard. God has given you the solution to that thing that the doctors never heard of before anyway. Just because it hasn't been seen or revealed in the natural right. does not mean that God has not in his infinite wisdom that he doesn't have an answer for that thing in the supernatural, in the spirit realm that may not have even been revealed to the natural mind yet. Mm. So when God puts a desire in your heart and you think, well, how am I ever going to do this? Has it ever been heard of, of a person, you know, have a, of a single mother, you know, doing this or, or just whatever, whatever has it ever, you know, the devil will try to, but the Bible says that, the things that the eye has not seen and that the ear has not heard that have not even entered into the heart of men that nevertheless God has prepared from the foundation of the world mm -hmm. for those who love him. And it says that we speak those things out that the eye hasn't seen and that the, the ears and heard. Right. We speak them out in a mystery, you guys. So all it is in, in, in the, this walk of faith, again, we get to speak out things that the eye hasn't seen and the ears and heard. The world is limited to what the eye has seen already and what That's the ear it. has heard. Yep. When the doctor gives the world up, someone in the world a diagnosis of six months to live, they might as well get their affairs in order because they don't have another recourse. They don't have a spirit realm to tap into to live by faith, to, to transcend the natural realm. They don't have that as an option. They only have the natural realm. That's why when God said the just shall live by faith, he was saying that's the only way for his righteous people to live because that's the only way that his righteous people are going to transcend the natural realm. He was giving us an opportunity to live higher than the natural realm. 
by saying the just shall live by faith. That's why I say now I get to live by faith. Yeah. It's a privilege to live by faith. It's a privilege to see something in the natural that doesn't line up with the word of God and to transcend and transform that thing by tapping into a whole nother realm that I have access to in the spirit to transcend what I see and to tap in a whole nother, tap into a whole nother realm of authority, a whole nother realm of power where now I can speak forth from the spirit realm where all things have been given freely unto me yeah. i can speak those things out of the spirit realm and bring them down to earth where it's heaven on earth i can bring that down to earth by speaking forth these words mysteries speaking this out in tongues speaking this out in a language that bypasses my mind because my mind has never heard of it remember the eye hasn't seen and the ears and heard. my mind can't even comprehend what it is that i'm speaking out but i'm pulling it out of the spirit realm and as i pull it out of the spirit realm it's revealed to my natural mind and now i can walk it out in faith that and the faith of the son of god and what i'm walking out is what god has already said yes to it's me, already me, in the spirit realm this. that's amazing when you when you have an obstacle that has presented itself to you yes get excited amen not, yeah not, not because of the <laughs> obstacle right Okay. It's, I was just thinking when you were talking, it made me think about this. So when you have a, a, a sedan or a sports car, right? right? You drive down the street and then you you drive down that street where it's got the speed bump. And you're just like, oh, brother. <laughs> you know, you got to slow because, you know, you don't want to jack your, right. your, your up. suspension up or anything. Right, so you got to right. slowly go over the thing and, you know, whatever. Right? Yes. But when you have a truck. Yeah. You see that speed bump? I get excited because I just want to <laughs> bounce over that speed bump. Like I'm just defying the speed bump. Just boom. I'm just I'm excited. I'm gonna bounce over that thing. That's the way we are yeah. to look at speed bumps that Amen. are in the middle of our lives. Yeah. Like we we got a lifted truck with with 40 inch tires <laughs> on it, man. And with what a man, I'm gonna just gonna run right over that thing. Because <laughs> the speed bump is no match for the truck. Amen. And, and yeah. I'm actually I'm actually excited to see. Glad you showed up. Now watch me run you over. <laughs> that is faith. Yeah. Your faith is like a lifted truck. Amen. And when things show up in your life, it's an opportunity for you to just run it over. Amen. Amen. And like I was saying, what I was saying earlier was just the fact that God has put a desire, the desire in your heart to be healed. That shows you that it's already done. Yeah. Just that yeah. the desires there shows you that it's already a finished work yeah, he put on that the inside in of you. Right. Amen. Right. And I'm telling you, Amen. that's the life we get to live by. Yes. We get to live according to something that is completely sure because it's already done. Yes. I am sure of it. Why? Babe, yeah. I, if you took the gar if I took the garbage out, I am completely 100% confident that I took the garbage out. Right. You don't have to worry about whether I'm going to take the garbage yeah. out. It's already out and I can be excited for it because now I can sit back and watch the game. Right. You know, that's we ought to be a people who are excited to live by his faith. Not something you came up with. Right. Not something that you have to finish. I'm telling you, you confessing the word is good for you. It's good for your heart. It's good for transforming your thinking. Because you're transforming this this mind into what Jesus thinks. Right. 
That's that's what it's doing is getting you in lockstep with the, the mind of Christ that's already inside of you. It's not finishing yeah. your faith. Right. He already finished it. He, he started it, it and he finished Amen. it on that cross. And he'll never tell you. God was not telling us to live by faith. Like, try this thing out. We've looked at it like I'm going to try this thing out. But God was telling us it's like you would never give your kid a car that you knew could the brakes were out yeah. on the car but the you gave your kid a car and you told the kid yeah you know just try you know you, you have your child you know so you put your child in this car and you know the brakes don't work you know there's something faulty with this thing and you know that they're bound to not get to their destination if they get in this car. They're bound to die. They're bound to, you know, not get to their destination, whatever the case may be. You would never put your child <clears throat> in something that wasn't sure, that wasn't certain. Mm -hmm. You buy when you buy your child a car, you know, your brand new 15, 16 year old who just got their license, who's just fresh on the road. You're going to try to get them the best car possible, at least something safe that, you know, they're going to get to their destination with. God never gave us faith. And it wasn't going to take us to our destination. Mm -hmm. God gave us a sure plan. Right. He gave us a brand new car fully loaded with all the bells and whistles. He gave us everything that we need. He didn't put us in something that was that has a question mark as to whether or not we're going to die if we get in it. This was sure. The faith of the son of God is sure. And again, it already passed its test. It already passed its trial when it raised up Jesus from the dead and it already surpassed every obstacle in the world when it raised up Jesus from the dead, because it was raising, it was raising, it was defeating sin, death, hell, and the grave. Amen. And anything in your life that comes up is far less than sin, death, hell, and the grave. So if the faith that you're working with already jumped 15 feet, it can jump your two feet. Yeah. If the if the faith that you're working with already rose Jesus up from the dead, it can raise up your little financial situation up from the dead. That's the way we have to approach mm -hmm. this thing. That's what we have to realize is that the faith that we live by is not proving itself. It already proved itself in raising up Jesus from the dead. The faith of the son of God already proved itself. It's already upholding all things by the word of his power. That's what that faith is doing. Yeah. So, so, so it is not on trial in my life as, as I, as a financial situation comes, as a, as a physical thing comes up, faith is not in the process of proving it is already done. And we have to approach it, recognizing that it's done. Mm -hmm. So we don't, pick up faith, you guys. And we don't say we're going to see, we're, we're going to give faith a shot. We don't give faith a shot. Mm -hmm. We live by what is finished. It is certain we are in victory. If we are in faith, we are in victory. If we are in faith, we're in victory long before we even see the thing. We're in victory before we even see it. Victory isn't when victory actually shows up according to our definition of victory. Yeah. Victory is when we get in faith. <laughs> victory is when we get in faith. That's when we get our, when we buy something on Amazon and we get our confirmation number, that's the confirmation number. You know what? 
we're going to bring this to an end. We're going to have communion. Amen. We we're going we're going to put put everyone in remembrance of Him. Put everyone in remembrance of the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Right, the author and finisher of our righteousness. Amen. Amen. So we're going to take this one because I had to stop myself. We'll save this for next week. I was just about, I wanted so badly to go into just a revelation on being an ambassador mm -hmm. in that moment when you said what you just said. I was like, no, because we'll be on here for another hour. Look, let's get the, the your communion out, crackers, water, juice, Doritos, whatever you got. <laughs> Twinkies, Twinkies, orange juice, Sprite. Amen. <laughs> you know, an old Twinkie don't have any flavor in it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh my but gosh. praise God. Listen, what we're talking about, listen to this again. Don't, don't, don't let this be one of those messages that you just say, wow, that was good. And you don't really go back and chew on what we're saying. Because what we're saying yes. will change your very existence. It is changing my existence. Yes. How do I know it's changing my existence? Because I know what's going on in my heart yes. and my mind. Amen. And so I know, and that, and, and my mouth is changing. So whenever I know that my mouth is changing, yeah. I know that my rudder has shifted. Yes. And I know that I'm not going to be where I am right now. Right. What we're saying is explosive. There's so many points. I, I, you know, I hope you guys are taking notes. If you're not, go back and, and look at it again and take some notes. Yes. But this Jesus Amen. that he said to remember him, he said, do this in remembrance of him. He said, this is my broken yeah. body that I'm breaking for you. There is no, there is no tree. There is no lamb or there's no animal. There's no nothing in all of creation. Yeah that he broke his body for, except for you. Yeah. And you got to make this personal. This is for you. Nobody else. This is your communion yeah. that you're taking with him. But he did this so that you wouldn't have to be in that situation. He did this so that you wouldn't have to be in the bed. Yeah. He did this so that you wouldn't have to live in the doctor's office. He did this so that you wouldn't financially just have hard times because of going to the doctor, right. because of not being able to put your hand to something. Right. Amen. He did this for your for the for us to not have a broken body. And it's finished. It's finished. What he did is finished. Amen. So this is proof of the victory. What we're doing is proof of the victory because we're doing this in faith. We're taking this in faith. Mm hmm. And it's proof of the victory. So this is our confirmation number, you guys. Yes. This is the confirmation number that it is in fact finished because he has in fact, he has in fact taken stripes for your body before whatever tried to come against you even had a name. It was already defeated. Thank you, Lord. By the stripes of Jesus. Yes. We have faith in you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We yes. have faith in you. Yes. We thank you for the broken body, Jesus. It's already been broken. You, Jesus. It doesn't yep. have to be broken. Yep. It's already been proven. Yep. That that part of faith has already been proven. Yep. 
Amen. Thank you. Thank Lord. you that that part of faith has been finished. Thank you, Father. The author and finisher of our faith finished faith for healing. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. And so we just we, we put our yes, eyes on you. you. We take Jesus. our eyes you, off Lord. of our flesh. Right. We take it off of our flesh and put it on you. And we think that as we partake in this, that health and wholeness is 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 uh uh not just a word. It's taking on flesh. Yes. That healing yes. is taking yes. on flesh in our Thank bodies right now. In Jesus' in name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Man, and then this covenant, Amen. this covenant, the new covenant. That's made us pleasing. That's <laughs> oh, made man. us pleasing See? unto God. This is what made you pleasing. Man, you weren't oh, pleasing. Man. Like you, I could go off right Like we now. said, you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk enough old ladies across the street to be pleasing unto God. Man, you couldn't, you know, cross your heart enough times to be pleasing. There unto are, God. there aren't enough scriptures Hallelujah. that you could confess. Nope. in your entire lifetime nope. or the next. Yep. that could make you pleasing yep. to God. Yep. This right here this is, what, did is what made you pleasing. Amen. Don't you ever think. Yep. That you're not pleasing to him because you're not doing something. Yeah. Jesus Amen. did the something yep. <laughs> that made and, you pleasing. And all to him. we do is believe in the something that he did. Amen. So Hallelujah. right now, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We remember you. Thank you. That Jesus. we didn't have to do it. We didn't have to earn it because it was unearnable. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Father. We just received it. Yes. And we thank you that your righteousness. Is now our righteousness. Thank you, Your Jesus. holiness yes. is now our holiness. Yes. Your Thank seat you, at the right hand of the Father is now our seat yes. at the right hand of the Father. Your inheritance is now our inheritance. Yes. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are one Man, with you. We are one with you. We are you. pleasing unto you. We are equal in our pleasure. Amen. Unto the Father because you of this blood. Are his Thank you are righteousness. Lord. Yep. In Christ Jesus, yep. you are a reflection of his righteousness. Yep. God's righteousness yep. is what you are reflecting. Yep. And he is proud of you. Amen. Amen. God is proud of you. He's honored to be your father. Amen. That's good. He's honored to be your father. Yep. Hallelujah. Amen. Drink Thank to you, that. Lord. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, we drink to that. Hallelujah. Amen. Man. That's and awesome, do it guys. often, you guys. As often as you do it, remember him. Yeah. As often as you do it, remember his pleasure for you. As often as you do it, remember that sickness and disease has no place in your life. Amen. It can't stand. So you are in victory if you are in faith. Amen. You That's aren't it. in victory when you see victory. That's not when victory shows up. Victory shows up when you decide to say yes and amen. That's to what when he, you shout. To what he already said yes and amen you know to. You know when what? you say yes and amen to what he said yes and amen to, that's when you're in victory. Let me tell you, his yes and your, your amen is your shout. Amen. Your amen yes. is your worship. Yes. That's what your yes is. It's yes. not just... Yes. yes, it's no like <laughs> hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are a faithful yes. God. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. I say yes to yes. that. Yes. I say, yeah, I'm healed. Yes. Yes. You said it. You said it first. I say yes. Amen. I say yes to what you've so already said yes not, to. Not when it shows up. Not when it shows up. You should by the time it shows up, by the time the word takes mm. on flesh, you didn't already shout at yourself. 
you already seen this thing for a long Amen. time. You just moving on to the next right. level. Right. Amen. Right. We love you guys. Man, if this thing has been a blessing to you, your donations to Healing Journeys today helps us keep on going with this thing. It's going to help us get out into the rest of the world. We're trying we to start create traveling some other things too. And trying to do some other things. Just if this thing has been a blessing to you, just hey, look. Some other product. We're yeah. trying to create some, some not other product. We're trying to create some product as well. Yeah. That's what, so that's what so praise God, man. We But it's, it's a blessing to, to have you guys with us. And then please, during the week, check us out. Rain Life yes, on YouTube. Daily. Rain Life Monday on Friday. YouTube, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern. Right. And that's R-E-I-G-N. Yes. R-E-I-G-N. We life. are reigning in life. And Amen. Hudson Ministries International on Facebook. Same time. 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Y'all can figure out all the rest of the, the world's time <laughs> based on that. But we love you guys and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.